Welcome to episode 021, why it's okay to say no to your children and why it's more than okay when you can't meet your children's needs. Welcome, I'm your host, Claire Obeyed. One Woke Mama is a journey of awakening through the raw, sometimes painful, always beautiful and definitely messy ride that is motherhood. This is our journey in mind, body and soul towards consciousness. We seek clarity, we hunt down the truth, we dive into the discomfort of healing, uncovering shadows and rising out of them back into the new woman that we're meant to be. Through my personal brand of storytelling, musings, wisdom bombs and insights, we journey into motherhood, the catalyst if you so choose to become more conscious, aware and woke. I'm just one mama following the path to woke and I hope you choose to wake up with me too. Hey beautiful. So today's topic explores something that... I guess, as with all topics, I have been working on and exploring for myself for quite some time. And that is around the space and the energy of being okay with not meeting all of your child's needs. Why it's totally fine to say no to your children. I guess this is, this is a conversation about boundaries and a conversation about honoring yourself and learning to be okay with saying, no, I'm sorry, I can't. Which triggers a lot of us mamas because, actually, which triggers a lot of us women, full stop. But as mamas, our children come into the world after percolating and gestating in our in our wombs for nine plus months and we have spent every moment considering already how we are caring for them in the way that we move and the food that we eat and the practices that we do and the appointments that we attend you know on it goes and then we birth and we birth with every intention of bringing this baby earthside in a way that's right for them and hopefully right for us too So the idea of saying no or holding boundaries or pushing back or not meeting your child's needs seems ridiculous because it's everything that we've worked towards. I will love and honor and cherish this child and my job, my duty is to meet their needs. My duty is to care for them, to respond to their cries, to be there for them, to wipe away their tears, to feed them well, to help them guide navigate, sorry, through the sticky, confusing waters of socializing and relationships and friendships and life and on it goes. So for many of us, especially those of us that have grown up in really traditional environments, it seems ingrained, well, I guess it is, you know, it's kind of programmed into us. We will meet our children's needs. That is what a good mother does. That is what we're meant to do. But of course, don't forget to be a superwoman and do all the other things too. But you need to meet your child's physical and emotional and perhaps spiritual and energetic needs. And you will say yes. Now, if you're like me, there will come a time when you realize, A, 
it's really hard to say yes to all of their needs and B, you don't want to say yes to all of their needs. For whatever reason, you've come to realize that saying yes to everything that they need and want is exhausting for you. It is just a mind stuff up. It just plays with you mentally because it's, you know, how do we do that? How do we actually show up to all of their needs? But also we, we might also realize that our child is, that's the word I'm looking for here. The child is at a loss when we meet all of their needs. And that's kind of where I want to dive into here. For me, it's been about exploring why it's okay when I can't, when I choose not to, when I don't want to meet my child's needs. And I don't mean basic everyday needs of, you know, emotional well-being and food and shelter and basic human rights, of course. But I mean, you know, just all the demands that that child might have on you. And you can even think about this from the very, very beginning. I was speaking to a mama down at the beach the other day and she said to me, she had a 12-week-old baby and she said to me, I just don't know how to do anything because as soon as I put her down or I leave the room or whatever, she screams. And I said something to her that's taken me years to finally embrace and understand. I said, you know it's okay if she cries. You know it's okay because she's well-fed and well-loved and well-cared for. And you can communicate to her what you're doing. But it's okay if she protests. That's part of her using her voice. And that's part of her expressing herself. And that's part of her releasing cortisol and emotion and tension. That's part of her finding her way through the world. And she looked at me and she said, but she screams. And I know what she was saying because I remember that feeling. I remember feeling rattled to my core and that I absolutely had to react instantly to my child's cries because if I didn't, I would damage them forever and forever in a day. And that was that. I was a bad mum. And you can then think about it in the toddler years when they are demanding and expecting and pushing back and setting their own boundaries and their own limits and they're forcefully asking for what they want and what they want is now. And then you can look at that again as those years progress into the preschool years and the questions, the incessant questions and the beautiful, curious minds that are exploring the world and looking to you to help them feel independent and free in the world, yet still tethered and contained, looking to you to help them grow and learn and educate and be filled with knowledge and wisdom, yet still be comforted and loved and supported with so much sensitivity. And on it goes. So through all of those stages and beyond, how do we come to a place where it feels true and real and okay to say no to your children and to say, I can't meet your needs today or in this moment? If I think about my beautiful Soleil, because this is, I guess, where I'm doing the most learning at the moment, she is a big personality, a big energy, and she's very, very demanding and 
beautifully curious and so intelligent and so bright and sometimes she's quote-unquote too much for me and I am putting that onus on me for that. I'm taking responsibility for the fact that sometimes I am unable to hold space for her needs. I'm unable to deliver what she requires. It's not that she is too much. It's just that I am unable to be the container to hold her everything. So when I sit and tune into her and those moments where she is asking the many, many questions and it's not even 6 a.m. in the morning or where she is demanding a particular kind of energy or emotional response from me when I'm really quite sensitive or delicate at that moment or when she is wanting to do something or watch something or go somewhere and it's just not possible in that day and in that framework of that day. So when I think about that and where I'm at now with her, there is a lot of checking in going on. There is a lot of me taking a moment to check in and ask myself, can I meet her needs right now? Should I meet her needs right now? How do I feel about saying yes to her right now? And how do I feel about saying no to her right now? If I'm capable of and I'm willing to hold space for her and for all of her needs in that moment and it feels right, I will do it and I will fully be there, present with her. But I've now got to a point where I'm also okay if the answers that come back to me say, no, you do not have the space for that today or right now. You cannot be the container of that. You are not willing to say yes to that. It doesn't feel okay to allow that. If that's the answer that I'm getting back, I'm now also not afraid to tell her, I'm sorry, Soleil, I don't have the capacity right now. And I want to highlight something here, two things. One is it hasn't always been this way. This has been a learning curve for me. And two, I have to put the ownership of what is unfolding in my hands. There have been times in very exhausted states where I've been very emotional and I might say to her something like, it's too much, what you're doing is too much, stop asking me that, you're overwhelming me, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're making me feel this, which we know is just passive aggressive behavior. So now what I do is work really hard in that moment to remember that I have these feelings, I'm unable to hold the space for that, I don't have the capacity, I'm not feeling up to it. So I use that particular language when I'm communicating with her. Soleil, I'm not feeling very good right now. Honey, I love you and I love that you're asking all these questions. But right now, I can't answer all of those questions because I'm not feeling so good right now. But I'd love you to remember those questions so we can explore them together later. Or, my love, I can see that you really want to go there. I can see that you have some really big feelings about going there. But it's just not going to work out. Because I have things that I need to do for the family. And I'm going to have to take us this way. And I know that's disappointing but that's what I'm going to have to do today. And I'm sorry for that. 
So this has been a journey for me. Being okay with saying no, being okay with pushing back, being okay with the fact that I'm not meeting all of her needs. And what I try to do in that moment is give her a framework or some guidance as to what and when I can meet her needs or how it's going to happen. And I take it a little bit further now. I do talk about my love bucket. I talk to her about my love cup inside and I say sometimes it's a bit empty and I know you want to do this, but I'm feeling empty and I'm feeling that I need some quiet or some meditation or some yoga or tea or whatever it is that I need so that I can be fully present with you, so that I can be switched on and ready to go and ready to be with you properly. And she's starting to get it. Sometimes she'll just look at me and she'll just say, Mama, is your love bucket empty? And that's a journey because other times I just crack it. And, (laughs) you know, I'm not this super conscious, beautifully spiritual, always aware, very present, loving mother. Sometimes I just crack when the resentment has built up too much or when I've not listened to myself enough. I haven't heard the messages. And when I crack it, I use that as a way to teach her again about authenticity, about vulnerability, about showing up as my raw human self with all my flaws and that I am not always okay and I'm not always perfect and I frequently don't have the answers and I very often am not right or know what I'm doing. And it often sounds like, I'm sorry, I snapped, honey. I was feeling this. I'm a bit tender. It wasn't nice to snap at you. That's not how I want to talk to you. That didn't feel good to me. And I'm sorry if I hurt you in any way. I can see that you need this, but I can see that I need this. And those two needs are not meeting each other right now. So let's find a way through this together. So I'm sharing this because to get to this point, I've had to really sit with being okay with her needs not being met. And when I sit with that, I've had to ask, why is it okay that she doesn't have every need met? Why is it okay to say no to her? When my programming has been telling me my whole life that as a mother, you do whatever you have to do to care for your children, to give to your children, to nurture your children. And this is what I've come to. I've come to this truth. When I push back and say no, when I hold my boundaries, when I say I cannot meet your needs right now, I'm teaching them a few things. I'm teaching particularly Soleil right now, and it's definitely happening with Rafi too. I'm teaching her to honor her own capacity to hold space for other people. I'm teaching her to not only respect me and my needs, but to also let that filter out to the world around her to learn to respect other people and their needs but hopefully mostly that that mirrors back and she learns to respect her needs and her boundaries and that she grows up knowing that it's okay to say no that she doesn't have to be a yes woman I hope that it's teaching her and Rafi too that they're okay when their needs aren't met that they are resilient and they can find a way to look after themselves or to find something else to support them or to look somewhere else for assistance or to be patient or to breathe 
or to be okay with what's unfolding and to realize that everything's all good. That resilience, that capability, that lateral thinking, that independent mind, these are all things that I want for my children when they're adults. And I can't give that to them if I'm giving constantly, saying yes constantly, meeting every need. If I'm meeting every need, how are they going to flex those muscles required to meet their own needs or to meet other people's needs when required to? How am I inviting them to honor themselves if I'm not honoring myself? How am I inviting them to respect themselves if I'm not respecting myself? This hasn't been an easy place to get to because I personally feel a lot of pressure to raise children of this world that are connected and conscious and capable and smart and resilient and independent and adaptable and bright and loving and empathetic. You get it, right? On the list goes. At a very deep level, I'm terrified of fucking them up. I'm terrified of doing wrong by them. So I've had to dismantle that and realize that, <laughs> uh, all jokes aside, they are, they are going to end up fucked up in some way. Sorry, but it's true. And I can't help that. That's kind of part of their journey. And that they will be okay. They will find their way whatever holes that I were were unable to fill, whatever things that I didn't give them, whatever mistakes I've made, it's all going to contribute in the end to the threads within their soul, the makeup of who they are. And I have to remember they have their own story. They've got their own journey. They've got their own sacred soul contracts. They've got their own soul agenda and purpose so being okay with not meeting my children's needs is very much about about them as it is about me dismantling my own stories allowing them to thrive in a way that supports their growth you know I think about the perfect mother, right? I think about the the cliche perfect mother and I I giggle to myself because I can almost imagine that perfect mother having a conversation with her 20-year-old child who says, mom, you're too perfect. You did everything for me. You wrapped me in cotton wool. You did such a beautiful job. But now that I'm out in the real world and this is what's going on, I don't know how to cope with X, Y, Z. Or you think about the mother that quote unquote failed them in every way. And maybe she was an alcoholic or she was abusive in some way or whatever, some extremely horrible experience that, you know, so many women go through. And maybe that child turns out to be incredibly resilient and loving and caring because she had to find the opposite to what she was witnessing and experiencing in her family life. So this is where I invite you to explore how you could be okay with not meeting all of your child's needs all the time. How you could be okay with saying no. 
Is it possible for you to hold boundaries and to check in with the space holding that you can or cannot do? Looking at your children and what they need and when they need it and finding a way to use the no or the pushing back or the boundary holding as a way to teach and guide and support their own growth. I know this might trigger a lot of mamas, the idea of not being there fully for your children. And I want to make sure you understand I'm not telling you to disconnect from caring and nurturing from them or to disconnect from being the mother that they need and ensuring that they're alive and they survive and that they're well fed and that they're supported in every way possible. But if it's not feeling good to you in certain moments to support or to say yes to a need, if it doesn't feel right or if it's bringing up resentment or frustration or anger or bitterness, then you know that you're saying yes to a need that doesn't feel right for you in that moment or you're saying yes to something that is too much for you right now. You know, it's like sometimes Rafi goes down for a nap and I just need to lie down and meditate. And I'll say to Soleil, I need to do this. I feel this. This is how mama feels right now. I can see that you want to do that game with me and I'm really excited to do that game with you. But it will have to be after I do my meditation. And I feel so fine with that now because I see what it's teaching her. And I see by looking after myself and saying no to her, I'm actually looking after her just as much. So I hope that that's landed with you in a really beautiful and supportive way and that it's given you a lot to think about. Saying no and not meeting your child's needs is okay. It's more than okay and it's actually necessary. I can't wait to hear what you think about today's episode. I'd love to receive your feedback, your comments, a review on iTunes and to see you sharing it through socials to other mamas and other women. Can't wait to hear from you and I can't wait to check in with you again on next week's episode. Before I leave you, I'd just like to send a little reminder that there will be another One Woke Mama Circle happening in Coogee in Sydney on the 7th of September at 1pm. There will be a link in the show notes for you to purchase tickets and come along. It is a divine experience where we get to hold space for each other and for ourselves, where we get to have child-free time and dive into connection and reflection and inspiration and restoration to feel renewed, to feel seen and held in a way that only other women and mothers can do. There are beautiful practices throughout the whole experience from meditation to EFT to embodiment practices and journaling. Gratitude too. There's just so much. It's just lovely. It's just such a gorgeous experience and it really is the way that we as women can start to separate ourselves from the struggle and the sadness and the frustration and the bitterness and the resentment that comes through in our motherhood journey. So please do come along and, of course, bring a friend if you want to. 
and I've had women come before who are not mothers, so that's also totally okay. Okay, my loves, I hope you have a beautiful week ahead. And as always, I am just one mama on the path to work, and I hope you choose to wake up with me too.